Welcome to Ulster Moom Show's podcast series, an inside look at fiber-based solutions. Thank you so much for joining us in our very first episode. Throughout this series, we will investigate all the possibilities that pulp and fiber-based products can bring to create a truly sustainable solution for anything from food packaging to highly technical applications. I'm Addie Teeters with Ulster Moom Show, and I'm here today with two members of our technical business team. I'd like to introduce Zach Limekuller, Vice President of our technical business and also a key leader in our research and development activities, and Dana DeCuster, Market Manager for our technical solutions business. Welcome both. Hi. Thank you. Thanks for having us. So to get us started, Zach, when we say technical solutions, what products are covered in this area and where are they manufactured? It's, a, it's an extremely diverse group of products that really range a, a whole gamut of things from as, uh, construction materials, things that you'd find on a job site or, produ- uh, or, a, or a manufacturing site, to things that are really, really technical in nature, um, things like medical applications, even things that go into LCD TVs. Uh, so, so really, really, really diverse. Um, most all of our products are manufactured in North America, but we do keep uh, a, a very close connection to our global network of manufacturing sites, looking for opportunities to better help uh, the rest of our customers globally. That's fantastic. And Dana, Zach just covered some really broad categories for us. What are some specific applications that our listeners would be able to familiarize themselves with in terms of how, what do they use in their everyday lives? Yeah, well, just like you mentioned, I mean, we we do say that our products are touched or used in basically every way, shape, or form of our everyday life. Um, They're very diverse, which is actually pretty special. Um, Some examples could include anywhere from insulation panels in your home or in a commercial building uh, to materials that are utilized in e-commerce packaging to really support the boom in online shopping that I think as consumers we're all more than familiar with. Um, Another way that we can kind of look at this is the fact that we manufacture products that are used in both industrial settings, such as automotive manufacturing, but then on the other hand, we'll have children or kids that are using colored, cool construction papers right at their own kitchen table for arts and craft projects. This diversity is really what makes us flexible. So when you say diversity, our, our building and construction category that we refer to under the product brand of Insigard, it's incredibly diverse in and of itself. So describe to me the breadth of capabilities that this construction line Insigard offers. Yeah, we, uh, we actually have multiple products and multiple brands that support the construction industry in general. Uh, you know, as a result of these, there's, there's a ton of different end use applications. Um, so given the history and the technical expertise that we have with these products, we're able to support our customer customers' needs in really any of these diverse applications. Um, you know, some of our brands that support these construction materials include Insigard Building and Construction Papers, uh, Insa, or excuse me, ResinGuard Saturating Base Papers, um, FlameGuard Flame Resistant Papers, and Adhera Gypsum Joint Tape Papers. And I think what's 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 really unique is the history we have. And Dana mentioned history and technical know-how. It, we use that technical know-how and that history. We, we've literally been making some of these products for 100 years. And I think that brings to us a level of understanding of these applications and the development and timeline of those applications more than, more than most uh, in the market space. That's actually a really good point. Um, a perfect example of that could be the drastic changes that we've seen in building codes and regulations. Um, Given all those changes that have really occurred over the last few years, we've worked very closely with our customers to really address these requirements, for example, with our flame guard resistant paper technology. 
Um, it's, it's super important that we continue to add value to our papers with the addition of things like surface treatments that can really help protect against these harsh conditions. Um, you know, our products think of all the different things they'll need to withstand in their finished form and their end use life. Um, for example, think mold resistance, water resistance that may be a result of these weather conditions. So they, you know, when you think about everything that these products have to go through, including weather conditions, how do you continue to innovate to meet all these demands? I think it's it's one of the things that the history brings to us in that we, we have to have products that not only work in some of those conditions, but actually do their functional job, which is where they start. So if you look at something as, as kind of everyday as duct wrap insulation that you might find in your basement, um, there's a process that goes with that mm -hmm. to get it to that structure, right? So the paper not only has to go through that converting process and, and to build that structure, but then on top of that, then it does all these other things. And I think mm -hmm. that's one of the, the unique parts of our business and how we, how we build um, the product really from the ground up. It has to work, that's the prerequisite. Mm -hmm. But then everything we do after that really lends it to that extra value. So there's regulatory, there's energy conservation, there's a lot um, that needs to be met. What are some of those you know, regulatory and energy types of things that, that requirements that we need to meet? Yeah, um, just like I shared earlier, certainly one of the biggest changes that we've seen is really the additional requirement of meeting these building codes, um, in particular building code fire protection. Um, this has unfortunately been a global issue that's really been kind of sparked by the tragic losses of life and property that we've seen. Um, we continue to really build off of our history of, of making flame resistant products and therefore we really adapt the technology to meet not only these, these fire or flame resistant needs but really to still ensure that um, we're bringing forth our history of you know, superior product performance in the converting process down channel like Zach was speaking to earlier. Yeah, and I think other things that are familiar in a building environment, water issues, water management. So we have to manage water issues through the converting process. We have to make sure that the laminations and the structures stay together when they might be sitting on a job site, getting exposed to the elements before mm -hmm. they're put in a home. And then after they're put in a home to make sure mold doesn't grow, mildew doesn't have you know the issues of health that, that are there too. So there's lots of different ways I think we meet requirements, whether it be regulatory or just basic human health and safety in, in a building. For sure. I think people are actually really surprised of the the value that paper can bring and add functionality, for example, in the installation process. Um, you know, in return, it can make products that are easier or in some cases even quicker to install. Um, that's really, again, going back to the diversity of our product offering, that's really what makes us so unique that we can add value to so many parts of these products. And there are so there's so much more to the construction materials that we contribute to than what we've already addressed, right, mm -hmm. Dana? Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, we make products in virtually every part of the building process. Uh, examples of this could be concrete foundations, structure components, flooring, um, exterior cladding and siding, interior finishing, roofing and windows. I mean, the list could go on. We, we touch basically every facet of the building process, um, which in return really gives us a unique view into the kind of factors affecting the industry and the changing demands and needs of our customers and what, what the market is being driven to. So how do we stay connected? How do we educate? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, again, being such a big supplier to the construction industry, it is critical that we stay connected and that we stay educated in this space. Um, for example, we keep a pulse on 
changing trends in areas such as home sizes, housing starts, even something like builder confidence levels or statistics. Um, they're all critical to stay close to the construction industry so that we can really be the best resource that we can be for our customers. Uh, you know, really, as, as you think about it, as the market evolves, we not only have the history and the technical expertise that we've been speaking to, but we really also have the manufacturing flexibility and the drive to think outside of the box and really be leaders in the change in the market. So in addition to just our products performing from a quality or an overall performance perspective, our customers, including in this building and construction space, are starting to ask for more of a better end of life story, mm -hmm. correct? I mean, how, how does a fiber-based solution help a building and construction customer with their sustainability needs? Yeah, sustainability is certainly something that impacts every decision we make on a, on a daily basis. And in this case, building materials are no exception. Any time that we can replace materials made with non-renewable resources with a renewable resourced one, that's a great thing for the planet. We're actively working on ways to reduce the dependency on non-recyclable films or even produce products that will biodegrade in certain cases. Uh, these are really developments that will help drive the next generation of products in the construction industry. And I think what's what's important with that too is, is sustainability gets really focused on end of life, but I think we try to take a, a holistic view, a higher view of it and saying sustainability sometimes is just this material provides more energy uh, efficiency for a home or a building, or this material gets a longer life cycle or, or more reuse out of something. So it's it's maybe not as much always the, the easy the assumption of end of life, but how in its life cycle does it provide value from a sustainability standpoint? Yeah, and, and not to belabor the point again, but, but really just in today's world, we as consumers, we have the opportunity to select and, and demand renewable building materials when completing even our own home renovations, even with working with contractors and new construction opportunities. Um, and as suppliers to the industry, it's, it's not only our privilege, but really our responsibility uh, to educate not only our customers, but consumers like ourselves in this case to help create a, a greener future and greener building materials. For sure. I mean, Zach and Dana, they're really, there's so much product diversity in what we have to offer. So how does a brand owner or even a particular industry begin the process with us? I think what we what we always try to say is is we always say bring us the problem, let us bring us in, bring us into the loop, get us involved. There's a lot of things we can do um, in any product in any application we're in. Um, and, and to Dana's point before, paper people don't associate paper with providing some of those values, mm -hmm. but the, the reality today is they can. And paper brings a really great sustainability story to it. Uh, it brings uh, a natural resource to it. it. It does a lot of benefits there in addition to the fact that we can make it function higher. Yeah. We can bring more functionality, we can bring more value, and we can actually help to change some of these products that have been around for 100 years into something new and something more, more relative to the industry today. So Zach and Dana, there really is so much diversity in the products that we have to offer. So how does a brand owner or anybody from industry approach us with, with their needs? I think we always say bring us your problems, bring us the unique challenges you have, um, bring us the opportunity to get involved early in the process because I think people don't always associate the value paper can bring with paper. So there's a lot of things we can do. The history we have and the technical understanding and know-how we have allows us to use that and create something new. So we can take those products that have been around for 100 years and, and make them more relevant and more viable in, in the industry today and, and help with the trends that Dana mentioned before. Um, that, that helps us be a much better supplier to our customers. Mm -hmm. 
Well, Zach and Dana, thank you both so much for this insight and really valuable information. We ultimately hope that this helps our listeners understand what we mean when we say at Alster Munchjo, we imagine fiber. So for all of you listening out there, for more information on the products and topics featured today in today's interviews, please visit alstrom-munchjo.com.